Hi, welcome to Boomi, a new podcast created to address educational content from all over the world. My name is Lou Filippo, and this is the safe place I created for people to share their stories and point of view about their country. Here, I will interview international students living in the Netherlands, so the identities of the students we will make secret for safety and privacy reasons. So our first guest today will be from Sudan, so we will welcome her. Hey, welcome. Hi. I would like to start this interview with a little introduction about your background. So maybe could you tell us a bit more about the context you've grown up in and your family and financial background? Uh, sure. So I grew up in a family of five and I would describe us as a middle class family. We often enjoyed and had many of our wants given to us and we were able to have all our needs to provided to us, but sometimes, for example, we can't really enjoy many luxuries. Both my parents have gone into college. They're both people with degrees and they both work. My sister is interested in medicine just like me and my younger sister. So I think we're very privileged in so many ways and yeah. Okay, thank you very much for sharing. So now we will continue with some broader questions about your point of view of your country. Firstly, could you tell us a bit more about the politics in your country? So what kind of government is it and what is your point of view on it? My country is a democratic republic and it's very, I would say, weird and confusing right now how the government is dealing with civilians. For example, there's the part of the government which is very mil military and the other part is very civilian and there's been like this ongoing fight between the both of them and currently the president is, is a supporter of the military party so uh, there's been a lot of conflicts in the country recently a lot of political unrest uh, where basically the military and the followers of the president would go kill the civilians who will go out to protest against the military government and many people People get killed, they get sniped from far away, people get raped, they get bombs thrown into their houses at them. There's a lot of blood, but people are still determined and there's still people going out to the streets and still fighting. So uh, I would describe, this as, describe my country's politics at the moment as very unclear and spontaneous. Uh, thank you very much for sharing. If you think there is something that could be improved easily in your country, what would you do? Uh, I would like for Sudan to be an actual democratic republic where everybody's uh, demands and needs are being heard and acknowledged. For example, for the president to step down and resign and listen to the people's needs because we've been protesting for so such a long time and he still wants to stay in his office and not abuse of power over people. So I think what could improve about our country is if the re uh, president resigns alongside his entire entourage of government officials who are also part of his regime and getting an actual patriotic president to improve the country and for the economy to improve. Thank you very much. 
Um, for the positive side, what do you think that other countries can learn from Sudan? We fight a lot and we are fighting for what we want and we will never stop. And I hope that other people in other countries, if they ever have any mis injustice directed towards them or anything bad towards them from a government official or the government itself, that they should fight and they should never stop and they should always be determined and perseverant at getting what they need from the people superior to them. That is very true, thank you. So that was very interesting. Now that we have the political context from your country, could you share to the audience a bit more about the economic and social classes there? So is it very divided and for what reasons? I would say that we're not very divided because we all share the same struggle of living in a country where there is a lot of economic fluctuations and political unrest, but there's definitely many, uh, like, uh, I would say social classes. For example, there's people living in rural areas and people living even in big cities who barely can afford to buy full meal or have an adequate food diet and then there's people like my family and i where we can eat every day and never worry about where next meal comes from we can in entertain ourselves and do all that and then there's some people who have many cars they have many houses they they buy houses in the most expensive streets so there's definitely different social classes in this situation everybody's uh, trying to find the best for themselves while also trying to benefit the people around them i would definitely say that uh, for now the rich will stay rich and the poor will stay poor until something better is, to, is happening to our country. Mm, thank you for this information. To summarize all of what you said before, could you share about the security in Sudan? Do you feel safe there? If not, for what reasons? To what extent is this feeling related to your social and educational background? I would say this is a very tricky question because uh, during the revolution and the protests happening in the streets, there's a lot of chaos and uh, because we would be scared to go out and fear for our lives because we might get killed by the military, the police and all that. I feel very safe when I'm staying at home, but when I go out, I'm scared that uh, something spontaneous might happen and I might be locked up somewhere in a building or the police might arrest us for no reason or we might be, the road might be closed and the police would just come and start threatening. From what I've known, and what we were raised on, uh, every single time there's fire in the streets and guns and bullets and people being killed, it's, we were always taught that this is definitely something dangerous and that you should feel like your security is being provoked by any situation such as this. So I do not like the way it is right now in Sudan. And I really hope that Sudan could improve in every way because it's really a great country. Okay, thank you very much for all of these precious informations. Now, I would like to switch for some other important topics related to the population. I would just say before that these questions are a range of questions that will be asked to everyone, no matter the state of the country in which you are now. So 
So first, I would like to have your point of view on the gender equality, the inclusivity, and I would like you to explain how accepted it is in your country. All right, so for gender equality, I would say that men are definitely more privileged than women in my country. Men are usually allowed to, for example, if you see a girl biking on the street, it's considered weird and bad. But if a boy, for example, bikes in the street with his friends, it's considered a good thing and he's just enjoying his life. And for girls as well, like, girls shouldn't go play outside after a certain age, while boys can go outside any time of the day, at night, whatever, and enjoy as much time as they want. Also, if girls want to pursue certain sports, for example, like football, they receive hate from social media, for example, and they receive a lot of threats and bad stuff directed towards them while guys are just allowed to enjoy whatever. But also, on the other hand, boys are not really allowed to do, you would say, more feminine things. They're all supposed considered and imagined to have to work. When they get older, they are supposed to care for the family always. They're supposed to be the f source of income and all that. They're supposed to see be seen as masculine and not gentle but recently over the years i've seen some comments on social media where women are actually supported and i think there's been some change recently but not very much it's very minimal but uh, i'm glad that there are tiny steps being taken And how about the LGBTQIA plus community? Is it accepted? No. The LGBTQIA plus community is definitely not accepted in Sudan whatsoever. It's considered, I would say, they would consider it disgusting and something against God and religion. And Sudan also has the death penalty for same sex. Whatever. Okay, so, uh, no, LGBTQ plus community is definitely not accepted in Sudan. There's even a death penalty for same-sex relations. There is definitely a lot of stigma against the community, and it's definitely not accepted and seen as something bad and against God and the religion. And I'm not too sure if there is anything progressing regarding implementing more rights for the community, but uh, for now it's just hated on, threatened. Okay, thank you. And finally, as our last topic for today, I would like to address the most important actual issue for the world, the climate. Okay, so how is your country dealing with the climate crisis at the national level, but also about the daily actions of the populations? I just want to add that I know for some countries, climate change is not the first concern, but I feel like this is a question that still needs to be asked. In Sudan, there's, I would say there's a lot of pollution, so that definitely contributes to the climate change in some ways. And there's definitely a lot of negative environmental aspects in Sudan. Like you said, Sudan is not really a country that has climate change as its first priority problem. But um, for now, we just focus on other things. But 
on national level, there's a lot of pollution. A lot of people do not really use biodegradable products, for example. There's a lot of plastic being used. But recently, there's been, uh, a few years ago, there's been a new law implemented where you would have to buy the plastic bags that you put your groceries in. And ever since then, people started reusing their bags and getting totes and getting bags made out of straw, for example. So I really think Sudan is really progressing in its environmental aspect and the everyday actions of the population have not really been affected other than that people still live the same way they did for example 10 years ago okay thank you very much for all of this this was an amazing interview so i would like to finish this with one last question on a scale from one to ten How would you rate your country? I would definitely give Sudan a six. It ha Sudan has so many beauties, such as its literature, its art, its landscapes, its history, its culture, traditions, and all those things. So I'm not going to disregard them just because of the political unrest going on right now. But once this political unrest is finally resolved and people feel like they're living safely again and the government is actually doing it for the people and for their needs, then I really think Sudan would deserve a 10. But until then, we will just have to wait and see what happens. Thank you very much again for your participation. Thank you everyone for listening to us. Don't hesitate to reach out to me via social media like Instagram. Um, for any requests for a country you would like to hear about or any advices, also don't hesitate to contact me and also to share the podcast on social media and with all your friends all over the world. Thank you. Bye.